1: Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul. Some 41, 30 seconds from Mars. Oh, and two-door cinema club.
2: This is NFL Fantasy Live on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. Play action fake by Brady. Steps, fires up the field. Caught. Touchdown, Rob Gronkowski. He's going to throw for Julio, who's there. Touchdown, Atlanta. Matt Ryan goes 40 yards. To Julio Jones. Peyton looks left, fires left. He's got devarius Thomas in the end zone
0: for another Denver touchdown.
2: If you like the NFL, you're going to like NFL Fantasy Live featuring the experts of NFL.com. Now they throw the same play to the near side to Crabtree. Crabtree down the sideline, breaks the tackle, and Crabtree is gone. Touchdown, 49ers. Touchdown. Wow, Marshawn Lynch and the Seahawks go on top. Here are your hosts, Elliot Harrison, Michael Fabiano, and Jason Smith.
3: If you like fun, if you like fantasy, if you like Michael McDonald, if you like Michael Fabiano, if you like Bane from Dark Knight, this is the show for you. Right? I pretty much encapsulate everything. Jason Smith, Elliot Harrison, Michael Fabiano. That's pretty much what the show is about. And hair metal. Mm -hmm. And fantasy cantina. Kate Upton. And Kate Upton.
4: And I would say kind of bronze banana republic v-neck sweaters that's a new one that fabs just rolled out <laughs> banana <Republic>.
3: that is <laughs> uh, it's, it's that thin it's material
4: so strange because you know? like every oh, yeah. time
5: every time fantasy season's over and excuse me because i've been dealing with like a virus for the last week man i've been sick
4: you sound like stevie nicks
5: just like the white yeah, wing yeah. um <laughs> i sound like stevie nicks yeah how do i ahead. sound like stevie nicks i don't know Keep going. But everyone always says say. i don't recognize you because you're not wearing
3: a suit yeah. I didn't realize I was like a suit, dude. The first, what? Because I started last year uh, after the third week of the season, and every mm-hmm. day I'd come in. I I'd wear the same things. I change. I wear a t-shirt, you know, flannel t sh- flannel shirt, jeans. Velvet, Fabs is always velvaged, in, uh, you know, sweats. Sure, velvet sweats. Yeah, and Fabs is always in a suit. And then, like the first three days after the season ends, we don't do our show every day anymore. And Fabs and and he's wearing flannel t-shirt, fl- uh, flannel shirts and jeans. Now look at him, like. This isn't you. No. No, yeah. no. Go home and change. Go home and change. This isn't you. And I would stare at him walking around the room. It's like, hey, It's like seeing did guys, Batman. Did you guys see AJ his...
5: McCarron's girlfriend during the BCS championship last night? Didn't watch a down of it. Wow. I still don't know she who was, won. She was better than the game itself. The Jets won. I still don't know. I, really, I
4: honestly don't know who yeah. won the national championship. The Jets I don't won. even
5: know what her name is, but. Yeah, she is good looking. I think Brett, Darnell Brett Dockett was loving her. Darnell Dockett, I guess, uh, proposed uh, to her mistakenly. Sounded proposed like to yeah. her on Twitter, thought he was sending her a DM.
3: Yeah, well, when you're up twenty-eight you nothing, she's didn't... got a boyfriend.
5: Well, he's going right after. Now... He's going after another guy's woman. Will you just say and one said, phrase? What would you do if somebody went after your woman? You went you on know, a date honestly, last night,
4: right? Yeah, honestly, because I've done this before. It's real You've simple. After I, say, some other guy's I say good woman. luck, I brother. Think he does. Yeah. I say good luck. I'm not a hater. Have
5: fun. Go for it. But, uh, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. I don't know what wow. her name is, but wow! And then, during the game last night, Kate Upton, who you guys all know is like my favorite, yes, sends out a tweet. You mentioned her once or twice. Sends show. out a tweet uh, and quote, "It's okay, Notre Dame. This happened to the Jets every week, mm. and I could not stop laughing." Can, yeah, remember, can we ju- just can like, just, that like scene? The, just
3: like the Jets relationship with <laughs> this is what, it was. <laughs>
5: <laughs> what is that from? <laughs> <laughs> what is that from? <laughs> Have you ever seen the money pit? No. Uh, one of the great comedies of the 80s, man. Tom Hanks and Shelley Long, who is uh, Diane from Cheers. And that, I could watch it over and over again, and it just cracks me up,
3: man. It's a funny it cracks scene. Me up. It's a funny scene. Very funny scene. But and it's y- even
5: funnier because it was following... Kate Upton making fun of the Jets.
3: Yes, which I know. You see, I picture Fab sitting at home just so obsessed with me talking about the Jets that you look for every little thing about the Jets to come back at me with. No. You're like, you're like Dr. No from James Bond, sitting there, petting a no. evil white cat, going, Ah, no. oh, Mr. Bond. Yes, Mr. Bond. Well, that, well Wait a what? minute. What was that? That sort of sounded like Bane. It sounded oh, no. like Bane from Batman. Oh, no. Yes, Mr. Wayne. Oh, I'm here to do some more fantasy advice for you in the playoffs. We have Nate Burleson coming in
5: here uh, in about 20 minutes or so, and I hope he kicks Bane square... In the
3: pills. Oh, I tell you here. what, Mr. Fabiano, I blew up an entire football field except for Heinz Ward. I think I can take Nate Burleson. <laughs> yeah. All right, now let me ask you this: Think so? Since Elliot, since this is crazy, this is how bizarre we are right now. Jason Smith, Elliot Harrison, Michael Fabiano here from NFL Network, NFL Fantasy Live. The phone number is eight 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 XM Fantasy. We're going to talk about something realistic that happened in football that Elliot Harrison has no opinion on. Because my first thing I wanted to say to you was last night. Watching Eddie Lacy run through that Notre Dame defense, which, say what you want about Notre Dame, their defense was pretty good. This is a defense that had only allowed one um, touchdown on a drive that a team started inside their 40-yard line all season. Something crazy like that. Like, one touchdown drive where the team had to go from inside their 40. And Eddie Lacy ran through them like it was nothing. He had that one touchdown run. Like a hot knife through butter. Exactly. Quick, quick, like a bunny rabbit, as you and I both like to say. Eddie Lacy... Number four rated running back coming into this game. Obviously, his game he had. Tremendous. The touchdown run he had. It looked like he was going to run into guys at the goal you know line, I'd love span to, into you know the end zone. where I'd love to see him go? Where? Pittsburgh.
5: Well, they need a running back. Yeah, they do. They need a running back. Oh, man, if, if you, you went, went to Pittsburgh. Go. I mean, I'm just talking fantasy. Sure, sure. Because I, I don't I don't like when Steven Jackson goes to the St. Louis Rams and Marshall Falk is still there. And I don't like when Jonathan Stewart goes to the Carolina Panthers and D'Angelo Williams is still there. I want there to be a Trent Richardson situation where he's going to a team with no running back, and he's got a potential featured role ahead of him. So if that happens, boy, Pittsburgh, to me, is the perfect place. Rashard Mendenhall, I believe he's a free agent, and I don't know that they're going to bring him back. Jonathan Dwyer's (laughs) an average running back at best. So is Ike Redman. If they bring that kid in... Ooh, doggy. How about you, Indianapolis? You know his stock is
3: moving up. Indiana- yeah. Indianapolis like they like Vic Ballard. And Ballard was pretty good. They like I mean, Vic not Ballard. saying if he's not there because he was. If he was ranked right number four going into last night, he's probably moved up at least to number two coming up because everybody falls in love with the national championship game. Look what happened last year. Alabama won the national title. of What eight guys got drafted you know off what? that defense I, in the first I, I round? Hope th- I hope we draft three
5: of their offensive linemen because the Cowboys could use some help there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but their <laughs> offensive line is nasty.
4: Cowboys need to acquire as many picks as they possibly can. They're, that's what they need to do. I'd, I'd like to see them just acquire picks, trade down as much as possible. Uh, but I didn't watch any of the national championship games. You didn't
5: watch a second? No, of, nope. listen. Harrison was out with a woman, and you know he brought her to a horror movie that was in 3D. A what movie? A horror movie. Okay. That was in 3D.
3: Smith. I know it. that's what you said.
5: And... <laughs> You know, after you bring a lady to a horror movie, uh-huh. she's a little shaken up, and maybe she's a you little- you kidding, I was shaken
6: up. Need some consoling? Nervous. I need And consoling. Harrison brought
3: her it- home and did his own special brand of <laughs> consoling her. Was it a first date?
4: No, it was okay. not a first date.
3: Okay, and you went it, to see Texas Chainsaw Massacre.
4: It's just a gal I know who loves horror movies. Okay, loves- you know, I
3: like horror movies, but you didn't invite me. Do you want Harrison to console you after no, the movie? No, so I'm good. I'm good. Well okay.
4: she actually invited me. Did you want me to invite you? you could have been the third wheel.
3: No, I I You could no. have sat between no. them. That I tell you what. Cool. She didn't
5: have any hot friends, Harrison.
4: I tell you what, if you right now will say into the mic, thunder only happens when it's raining. What, right mic, when it's kind right of <laughs> right <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> in melody. I will uh I will invite you next time I go. This,
5: that is this. pretty funny. No, I don't, <laughs> don't want to be invited to be your third wheel. you know, we've gotta have all these hot girls that you go out with, they've got to have friends, Harrison.
4: Jason, 5% of our audience just got that Stevie Nicks joke. Well,
3: no, I think I got it, Nicks but I'm still not doing it. Yeah. I, was doing, I was trying to Is think of that a good bad? One for... Should I just cut my mic no, off? No, man,
4: no. It's all good. No. It's, it's livened up a little bit. You know what? I needed a break last night. I needed a break. So I, I...
3: You saw the movie, but you had not seen the original.
4: I had not seen the original and I didn't I, I just didn't have any interest in watching the national championship game. I've been so immersed in researching the, the eight teams that are left and I rewatched some of the portions of the playoff games. National Championship game really doesn't have much effect on my job. Wow. That's the truth. All That's right. the truth. I mean it, you know, I knew it was gonna be a great game. I could still watch it any time I want. Uh That's I just, not,
3: it was that saying it wasn't a great
5: game.
4: I just didn't feel the need no. to watch it. And so, know, I flipped
5: on. over to Monday Night Raw like after it was twenty one nothing and I didn't turn it back.
4: Let me put it this way. I mean College football just doesn't hold the kind of interest for me that I need to watch it live. But, That's, it's a
3: national, but wait, so you don't know who won?
5: I
4: honestly could not tell you who won. Do you
3: know who played?
4: I do. My guess is that Alabama won.
3: Okay. That's your guess. Yeah. All right. I can't believe you're on this planet you love football, and you know as much about football as you do, and you didn't watch it down in the game.
4: But that's how I do it. I
3: got. I have. That's he how was I roll. On man. A date when there's with a hot, when girl. there's a girl, and we're going to see that's Texas it. Chainsaw in 3D.
4: I insulate myself when I'm doing my work. I insulate myself from the outside distractions.
5: You know, and then when I, know need know the break, girl, I need a break, I need a Baird was in the prequel to the remade Texas oh, Chainsaw movie. I
4: tell you what, Dior, I would go see you name it with Deora Baird. <laughs> <laughs> I would see my best friend's wedding with directors commentary with Dior Barrett. I feel like
5: I got over on Say a I feel little like pre- I got pre- over yeah. on Harrison there because he is in love with Dior Baird and I dated her sister
4: that's crazy yeah
5: this is this is weird. I got uh, in the one time that I I, I I got over on Harrison when it came to w- when it comes to
3: women all right when it comes to got, women it, <laughs>
5: my brain's not working so good man I've been I've had a fever for the last okay five so, days. so
3: how hot was her, her sister compared to how hot she was? Oh, no, she wasn't as hot as her sister, but she okay. was hot. And I'll okay. tell you
5: one thing. If you know anything about Dior Baird, you know what her is. Harrison knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. Her, her sister is the same.
0: Uh, yeah, she has nice sweaters. <laughs>
5: uh, <laughs> no, she does. She <laughs> wears, she wears a, nice sweaters. And I she, mean, was the first
4: she was wearing a beautiful, beautiful cherry red sweater. Jason, uh, <laughs> your, uh, she was our client. Yeah. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, though, it does pick up up where the the original left off. And it's hard to tell. I mean, for somebody that didn't see the original, like I didn't. It's one of my top ten movies I've never seen, along with Pulp Fiction and a few select others. You know, there you go.
3: Yeah. I can't believe you haven't seen it. The original was so – I love horror movies so much. I remember seeing it for the first time when I was like 19. I took a class – and this is going to make Syracuse sound bad. I took a class called History of the Horror Film. When I was a senior, everybody tried to get it. It was two nights a week. You went one night and you watched a horror movie. And then the next night you talked about it. The teacher was really into it. And he really showed me all different things about how relationships are played. And, and I kind of watch horror movies differently because it was great. One of the classes I really remember from, from college. And we saw Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And I'd never seen it. I walked home from, the, from the, the, uh, across the quad at like 11 o'clock at night. Faster than I've ever walked before in my life with my Walkman jammed up to like 50. Because I was like, oh, my God, that was so scary. There's a scene that still gives me chills, and it's a three second scene from the don't, original. Don't tell me, because I want
4: to go watch it. Now. You
3: watch it, and I'll, and I'll tell you. There's, there's, a, it's a three second scene. It's the first time you see Leatherface, and you just like, <gasps> and then you just stop because the scene stops. You're like, oh my god. I gotta be was, honest with you. That was, that was. Something.
5: I, maybe it was just because Jessica Biel was in it. I like the remake better than the original. the original. The remake was good. The original was kind of. Eh, it was okay. I didn't. I didn't love
3: it. I like. Well, the thing about the original is that you don't know what's coming. If you watch the remake, you kind of know what's coming. You know, Leatherface is coming. You know, certain things. And I like they did the remake was very. I like the remake a lot. It was good. I liked it better than that Dennis Hopper thing they did. in oh like, the Oh my God! 80s and Matthew McConaughey was, was in some of those. Yeah, Texas he was. Yeah, yeah him, him uh, uh, Renee Zellweger. Yeah, they was bad. Were horrible, well, this yeah. gal
4: is the same one that got me to watch the Descent movies. So.
3: Oh, so she, Oh wow! And yeah. the Descent is one of my favorite horror movies. That, that, pull I her up on Facebook, Harrison. I want to see the Descent was so good.
5: By the way, we got to talk next year's draft. We, we have
4: We to. just did our
3: five-round mock draft. Yeah. yeah. Well, let, well let, me, let me throw this out to you guys real quick. We saw what happened real fast for uh, – not real fast. We saw what happened to RG3 on Sunday. Right. Now, the debate outside of fantasy is going to be, should he have been in the game? We debated about that. It's on NFL.com. But here's the thing now. Look at how he got hurt with, with an LCL-ACL injury that he has. How does that affect where you're going to draft him next season? Even if he comes back, and he's depends, fully healthy, man. If, if, I say mean, he that, comes back and he's
5: fully healthy, if he's fully healthy, I don't think he makes it out of the second round. There's still no nothing in the back of your mind going, boy. I could draft I, this guy, I, and then week he I won't get be him hurt. because I'm not going into drafts with that strategy. Uh, I'm going running back. Plus, I, I won't draft. Uh, let's put it this way: we did our five round mock. I didn't take a quarterback in my five picks. I didn't either. Antonio Romo. You, you and, and I, so I were the only ones that didn't. A lot of good quarterbacks still left. You
4: and I didn't take a
3: quarterback either. You didn't? I nope. thought you took... Uh... My mock draft went, uh, uh, hang on, CJ Spiller, uh, Trent Richardson, Julio Jones, um, not Des Bryant because you took him right in front of me. Julio Jones in the third Beasley. round. Yeah, Cole Beasley. Uh, somebody else, another receiver I took. And um, sounded like Yoda pick, right there. My fifth, pick. another receiver I took. Another receiver
4: I took. Uh, Patrick Jefferson.
3: I took. Uh, I took Drew Bennett, and then I took. I forget my fourth But my fourth round pick was a receiver, and then my fifth round pick was Larry Fitzgerald.
4: Well, you know the fantasy feedback that we would do in the final block of our TV show. You know, we'd always get asked these questions. A lot of times they're easy, but I thought one of the better ones we got was the last show, or uh, one of the last shows. We got Drew Brees or RG three next year's draft. Who do you who do you take first? And and uh, I said Drew Brees. I I, I know. I don't that,
5: even think there's a question.
4: Well, I do, you know what? Of the five people on that show, and I don't remember who it was, I was one of only two that said Drew Brees. So. The,
3: well, the injury factor with RG3, it's not like, the thing is, it's not like Cam Newton where Cam's going to run over linebackers and defensive backs. I don't worry about Cam getting himself in a position where he's going to get hit and he's going to get hurt. Now, injuries happen, but he's big enough that's not going to happen. RG3, he's, he's, he's fragile. And he's somebody that when someone gets a hit on him, they're going to put a lick on it. Look what happened! It's his rookie season, and he's already had two knee injuries—really three if you count the LCL and ACL as two separate ones. So three knee injuries, and you wonder any—you know, any game. I know you don't want to draft about and talk about injuries, but when when you think about a guy that, boy, in a week he could he could step the wrong way and get hurt. You
4: I mean, know, that's that's tough. Do you know what's so bogus in the NFL right now? All the stupid, stupid, stupid talk about. Oh, the game has changed. The game has changed. You know, these guys, these new quarterbacks coming in, they've, they've spun the league on its ear. No, it's not. In the short term, it's changed. In the long term, you think RG3 and Cam Newton are going to be doing these design, design run read option stuff when they're 30 years old, and they've taken about 6 billion hits from NFL linebackers? No way. The game changes for a short run, but if you want your franchise quarterback doing this for the next 10 years, you're going to see a lot of what happened uh, against the Seahawks on Sunday.
3: All right, 8 8 xm 8-8-8-XM-Fantasy, 8-8-XM-Fantasy, 8 8 Jason Smith, Michael Fabiano, Elliot Harrison. Coming up in a little bit less than 15 minutes, Nate Burleson is going to stop by and talk a little football with us. But straight ahead, we'll take a look at some of the new head coaching moves in the NFL and tell you what that means for fantasy players next season. Series 210, XM87.
2: 80s rock bands and fantasy football are a match made in heaven. You are listening to NFL Fantasy Live on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio.
3: You know what I was thinking of just watching Elliot Harrison do air guitar? Just to be a little obscure before we get into uh, uh, the off-season moves in the NFL as far as fantasy goes. Jason Smith, Elliot Harrison, Michael Fabiano here. NFL Fantasy Live, Sirius 210, XM87. you ever seen the movie Wet Hot American Summer? I have not. Oh, one of the cl- absolute classic movies it's ten- it's a big cult classic now it's 10 years old basically it's a um, it's a lampoon of all the uh the teen comedies of the 80s oh yeah it's awesome and there's one scene where uh they're doing a c- talent contest and um it's at the end and this kid you know real kid meek mild I'm not ruining it's a comedy so I'm not ruining a plot line kid comes up he's a really meek and mild kid and he puts his hand out and he puts his hands out and all of a sudden this like big wind starts whipping he's got like telekinetic powers and it's really funny because the wind is whipping and people are getting thrown around all over the place and Paul Rudd who's in the movie is just standing off to the side doing air guitar and sticking his tongue out like he's Gene Simmons (laughs) And that's what I think of when I see you do the air guitar before we start the segment. Well, this we has come been in a
4: theme, the, m- music. M- the movies that I have not seen. <laughs> like, I-, I just wiped one movie off of my top ten movies that – uh, excuse me, two movies that I hadn't seen. My top ten movies I've never seen. One Ooh. was Anchorman. I had never seen it Ooh. until last week. I
5: haven't seen that either. And really? I, ne- I, don't I like Will Ferrell. Wow. I'd he never seen a Christmas story you, either. Too.
4: I saw a Christmas story for the first time this Christmas holiday. And I partially didn't see it because my best friend moved out here with his girlfriend. Right, mm-hmm. and when he moved out here with her, she cheated on him with Ralphie from a Christmas. Oh, you story. told him? This. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, uh, oh, really? Yeah. So just to show some moral support, I didn't. I
3: didn't watch the movie. Do you yeah. have that Red Ryder BB gun still? Oh, <laughs> hey, baby. Yeah, I do. Is it something like that? that oh, by works?
5: the way, people can still call in too and uh, ask fantasy questions here. Eight eight eight. Yes. Ask some fantasy. Yeah, As we of... speak about uh, Harrison's top ten movies, never saw never what seen. about Bob?
3: That's ah, okay. What about and, Bob? Uh, and okay. Kate
5: Upton and yeah. Diora Baird. Big Lebowski.
4: Never saw that.
3: That was okay. I, I know it's got a cult following. I thought that was just Pulp
4: okay. Pulp Fiction didn't see that. Pulp
3: Fiction was awesome. You've never seen Pulp Fiction. Never Pulp Fiction it. changed the way movies have been made the last fifteen Harrison. years. Harrison.
4: And
5: then what's the one with Uma Thurman where she fights Kill Bill? Didn't see Kill Bill.
4: Ah,
3: that was just okay. Yeah. No. yeah, Kill Bill was okay.
5: Kill Bill was very good. The second one was, eh. yeah, you know, yeah. The first one was the first was really good. The second one was. Oh,
4: what's the one with Keanu Reeves where he like Speed s- Matrix? Not- Matrix. Never seen oh. all of that. It
3: was interesting. It's interesting. I mean, I'm, I know there's people who, f- you know, worship at the, the altar of Matrix and adds to do it Matrix-like. You know what I think is interesting? What's is that? that? Eight
5: running backs came off the board in our first 10 picks in the mock draft. I
3: think that is very interesting. Is that interesting.
5: interesting or is that. That's the
4: way it should to be. be.
3: Well, you know, I think it's interesting because I, I still am more towards. If, if I'm picking at the end of the first round, if I'm picking in the 7th, 8th spot, am I going to take Tom Brady or Drew Brees or am I going to take C.J. Spiller or Trent Richardson? Now, I took CJ Spiller at the end of our dra- our round in the draft and here's and here's why. In our mock draft, You took him ahead of here. Marshawn Lynch too, which I was I surprised. I took him ahead with. of Marshawn Lynch. And the reason I did I did that is because I know crazy. that you have no you have to play the league you're in. And I don- normally I'm going to go for a quarterback because I'm going to get the big guy early and go on. But I know in this league you guys, most of the guys in this league, knowing the league, are all running back guys. So I know I don't need to take my good quarterback up there because he's still going to be there because I don't have to worry about anybody taking him. Yep. So I gotta, I got, I gotta, you gotta kind of follow the herd. I guess, Well, I have to take a running back. I got to take running or you're backs. Not back to because back they're going to be gone. If it's another league where people value quarterbacks, got to get your quarterback early because then yep. you're going to be stuck. I'm saying, boy, I'm going to have Tony Romo I as my care. quarterback. But what's else wrong with Tony
5: Romo? No, Tony Romo was okay. He threw for forty nine hundred yards. Stuck with Tony Romo? Did. No, stuck with Mark Sanchez? Yes. No, well, not uh, stuck with no, Tony no. Romo. Which
3: is Mark Sanchez has zero fantasy stuck, value. Stuck with zero Joe Flacco? Fantasy value. Yes. Okay.
5: Stuck, stuck with, with Matt Schaub? Yes. Yeah. Uh, stuck with Tony Romo? No, give me
3: Tony. I won two leagues with Tony Romo I like, this year. I like I like Tony Romo, but I'd rather have an elite with level Tony quarterback. quarterback. I'd rather have an elite level quarterback than okay. I'm gonna try, I'm gonna get by. Because you know there were some weeks where Romo was here, awful. And I, and I'm well, give so away was my Newton. No. Right Romo now. and Newton had I'm almost the exact drafting. same fantasy. I'm gonna be here. drafting
5: against you two guys this year in two or three different leagues. I am telling you right now, I'm not drafting a quarterback until at least the fifth round. And I am targeting Colin Kaepernick in every draft because he is my Matt Stafford of 2011 and my Matt Ryan of 2012.
3: Elliot's picking first overall. Who are you taking? Colin Kaepernick.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
5: I'm Actually, telling you right now, I love Kaepernick. The I worst? love him. I love Russell Wilson. Ooh, doggy. That, I mean, I'm starting to do quarterback rankings right now. And Roethlisberger, who is a pretty darn good quarterback, is mm-hmm. like... Fourteenth or fifteenth.
3: Yeah. Well, the guys that, that were still deep. out
5: there after we did the fifth round mock draft. Romo, were Romo, Wilson, Kaepernick, Kaepernick, Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan, Matt, Matt, uh, Matt Stafford did get drafted. Yeah. There is a lot of good quarterbacks. There were still left.
3: about and, and the thing is, once we got to the fifth round, like eight teams had a quarterback. So I'm like, I'm good yep. for a while because even if a couple of guys get taken. All right, so I'll get stuck. I'll I'll take Matt Ryan in the eighth or ninth round because that's the round where people will start taking their second yeah. quarterback. I'll okay. I'll be stuck with Matt Ryan, and uh, you know, I'll take Josh Freeman as my or somebody else. You know, I'm, okay, so I'm fine with that. But then you got to play the league. You know, that's why I'm I'm glad I know you guys are going to running back heavy because now I, you got to get him You you got to follow the herd.
4: I was telling Bryce, who has our uh, you know, prepubescent mustache going today. I know it's a little bit, a little bit. Uh, I was telling him in the break that peach fuzz. My worst fantasy team ever is is six and seventeen that I had this year, and I that was the one that I experimentally I had the first pick. It was our. I drafted now I drafted Aaron Rodgers number one. I just did it for an experiment. I wanted to take Aaron Foster fast. We talked about that all off season. We both agreed Aaron Foster should be the number one overall pick, and I thought you know what, since I know that's what I should do. I'm actually going to go against the grain because I just want to see how it affects the rest of my roster. Plus, I knew I was playing in multiple leagues. I mean, with you guys alone, we're playing in two. So, I thought one league. I'm going to spend my first overall pick on a quarterback, and I was behind the eight ball the whole year because even in a ten-team league, you pick that quarterback number one overall, and you don't come around until twentieth. Yeah, you know now. But
3: do the math if you take a quarterback number one overall, and then you take a look and see what the ADP was for the running back selected closest to number twenty you will have more fantasy points, probably around 100 more fantasy points on your team if you go the quarterback number one and the running back that was right around 20 than if you went the running back number one and the quarterback at 20. You'll have 100 more fantasy points. The... Uh, dude, I don't, I don't
5: Dude, I wrote a column on it. I wrote a column on it. It's to math. If I drafted Arian Foster in the first round and took Robert Griffin the third in the seventh or eighth no, no, round, no, no, I'd no, have no, more no, points. no, no, no. No,
3: but I'm saying if you're going to take a guy and then get your quarterback when you come back around – you eh. will have more points You're if you go quarterback running back. No, if you, you will. Yeah. yeah, you will. Eh. I did. Hey, Fabs, it's math. Eh. You can't argue with math. Now you sound like that's, Ron Burgundy. That's, it's science. That's and only that's only <laughs> because you yeah, the
5: seen position. The yeah. If it's I drafted science. Arian Foster in the first round and then took Robert Griffin the third in the seventh or eighth round, combined, I'd have more points than most of the quarterback running back combinations. Yeah, okay, you took but that but that's getting round. but
3: that's that's getting lucky. That's getting lucky. No, it's not. I got what about Matt Ryan?
5: What about Andrew Luck? What about Tony Romo? One. Uh, what about two, two
4: yeah, two guys... nine Smith Fabiano Philibus.
3: <laughs> oh, the fantasy computer is here again. Glad you he, warmed that up, EH.
4: I tell you what, I'm glad the fantasy computer weighed in because you guys are like right on time. It's amazing. Y'all get into an argument at 1228 every y'all. Am I wrong? It's clockwork. It is. It it's, really it's is. It's clockwork. You,
3: you hit a solid three minute window every show. Every show. You know what it is, honestly? I'll, I'll tell you the secret. It's that. It gets to be about that time where Fabs and I are both sick of Elliot talking, and we realize that he and I have to. You got to limit my touches. That's what it is. Yeah, he's touched the ball too much. A couple of times yeah. we give him the football. He's fallen down at the line of scrimmage. A couple of ankle tackles. He looks like he needs a breather. Oxygen on the sideline. Joe
4: McKnight not knowing which side to run the ball to. No, yeah. no,
3: having to throw up because he's a little sick. Hyperbaric chamber. So we have to kind of limit Elliot there and, and kind of get him ready for the rest of the show.
4: Fabulicious, can you roll off the top ten picks in our mock draft? You got it up right in front of you? You did just a second ago.
5: Yeah. Uh, well, obviously— just So we the, can tell our audience exactly how we all picked. Pick was Marcus Grant, uh, who's our uh, fantasy, fantasy editor. editor. Adrian Peterson, number one. Billy Sedell's our stats guy. Took Foster at two. I took Ray Rice at three. Akbar uh, Bajabiamila took Aaron Rodgers at number mm. four, which I think is a mistake. Um, but I can't argue with Aaron Rodgers, I guess. Uh, Adam Rank took Doug Martin at five. Elliot Harrison, LaShawn McCoy, which I think is a good pick, at number six. Smith took Spiller. I would have taken Lynch, but Lynch went to Damoshek at eight. And Jamal Charles to Money Smith at nine. That's an interesting Jamie pick, And Jamie took Cam Newton at ten.
4: I think Jamal Charles at nine is a really, really interesting pick. What do you do there? You talk about a guy who had hit and miss fantasy season. I mean, he was mm-hmm. great at the end of the day. A little bit like Chris Johnson hit hit or miss, he although not that ba- although miss. although not as bad as Chris Johnson. He, he had more he big had hits. Some,
5: he had some big hits, but he had some real stinkers too. And with Andy Reid now taking over the coaching reins in worry. Kansas City, you, you would think that's going to help his PPR value. You would think, you would think, but do you know? Well, listen, regardless of of what people want to say about Andy Reid, he had Brian Westbrook who was one of the top five running backs in fantasy during his heyday. LaShawn McCoy had 20 touchdowns two years ago, and to me, I think he's still a top six or seven running back in fantasy. Um, Deuce Staley had had a couple of pretty good seasons there under Andy Reid. Carell Buckhalter had a, a, a cup of tea there with, with Philadelphia there where he had some fantasy value. Um, the running back position... As much as we like to make fun of Reed because he didn't give them the carries they deserve, they're still involved in the offense in the passing game.
4: I, I hope I hope you're right. And if you look at Kansas City's weapons, if Reed can't get anything out of Moyaki, who did not have the kind of performance he had his rookie year. He can't year, stay healthy. That yet, dude,
5: he can't stay right. healthy.
4: If he can't, if John Baldwin continues to be a knucklehead, and then Dwayne Bowe is the supreme talent. Dwayne Bowe is probably not going to be back. Yeah, but he, he might he, not be. Exactly. So think about it. Bowe may not be back. Right now, Baldwin is looking like a bust, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Steve Breston is 30 years old. I mean, how is he going to throw the ball over the park? It's got to be Jamal Charles, right?
3: You would think so. Well, it would have to be Jamal Charles when he was going to Nick Foles. It had to be LaShawn McCoy when he was going to Nick Foles, and still it wasn't. I mean, look, Jamal Charles to me is, is a running back that if I take him in the first round, I'm a little nervous. If I get him in my, my second round, as my second That's back, different. I'm okay with That's it. That's
4: different than ninth overall. I'm, I'm, I'm
3: all right. If he's, if he's he's Like Trent Richardson, I wouldn't take him in the first round, but like in our mock draft, I got him as my second running back. I took him in the second round. I'm more than happy with that. I'm more than happy with C.J. Spiller and Trent Richardson 1-2 than I would be saying, boy, taking one of these guys is number one. Right. All right, 8-8-XM Fantasy, 8-8-XM Fantasy. Jason Smith, Michael Fabiano, Elliot Harrison. We'll continue to go through our mock draft to tell you how the first four or five rounds went, all the things we saw as you look ahead to 2013 and also awaiting the arrival of Nate Burleson of the Lions. going to stop by, talk some playoff football with him, and don't forget, we're less than a half hour away from the Fantasy Cantina. Series 210, XM87, right now, it's the Fantasy Fix.
2: Now back to NFL Fantasy Live on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio.
3: As if on cue here on Sirius 210 XM 87, Jason Smith, Michael Fabiano, Elliot Harrison here. Eighty Eight xm fantasy is your phone number. Nate Burleson stopping by as we talked about. Thanks for stopping by, man. How you uh, doing? No
6: problem, man. Thanks for having me.
3: You Enjoying your day so far here at NFL Network? Yeah,
6: yeah. I woke up early, though. That, that NFL AM, that, that got me.
5: Dude, I have to do that show like <laughs> once a week during the season.
6: That's serious. Yeah, it is. We don't even get up there early for football, so <laughs> I'm running on fumes, but you know, I'm about to get another cup of coffee. I'll be all right. Have, Have you wait.
5: heard the term car washed used already a hundred times? I yeah. mean, you've been
6: here before. I interviewed yeah, you Yeah, I've done year. it. I've done but this is a new term. This is like the early a.m. car wash. Yeah. What you know, time I'll, were
3: you up? What was your uh, call time today?
6: I got a wake-up call at 545, and then I headed over this way around 6-something. Wow. So it wasn't that bad. I did you have I time to
3: color your hair?
6: Man, I did that last off season. Did you? They do it once a year. <laughs> I Just remember keep everybody a, on it. Their looks toes. different. I did a segment with you. Yeah, with Dave yeah it, was, it was dark. It was dark last yeah. time. I had to switch it up, man. You know, I understand. I, I appreciate that.
5: Exactly. How's the leg, first of all?
6: It's good. It's healing up, getting good. better. I'm uh, ahead of schedule, which is good. Actually. You know, I got a little hardware in there. Five screws and a plate. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, robo, robo Slot is my new nickname. Can you, you know, get through Security or no? Mm, uh, yeah, I can. I actually went through the uh, metal detectors like on my tippy toes, but I got through, though. They didn't get me.
3: Because they want us to run some patterns in the, in the parking lot after this is over just to see how you're doing. Okay, I'm with yeah, it. I'm with
6: it. Right. I don't know how coach is going to feel about that. Yeah, no, he called in. Schwartz okay, called in. He cool. said, yeah,
3: yeah, run some patterns. Old school a on a concrete football, yeah, like, oh, recess, yeah. like recess, like yeah, recess. Exactly. Yes, yeah. yes. Bottle cap and twigs are going to diagram plays will <laughs> be good.
4: Otherwise known as playing at Veterans Stadium.
3: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. What was the wide receiver
5: that blew out both of his knees on that one play? What? Remember that? Wendell Davis, right? Yep. I'll oh, play. man. Same yeah, thing like happened. His to his same, oh, yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. He, he blew up both of his knees running a route downfield at that old stadium. It was, oh, a, sea, it was a seam man. route, and he was going down the middle of the field. Yep. He kind of, like, turned to get the ball. Cause it was, it was, I got try oh, to find It that was, like, like underthrown, and he just planted both his feet, and they both his, oh, they up. Oh, yeah. yeah. Kevin
4: yeah. Dyson hurt both of his knees at uh, Texas
5: Stadium. Kevin Dyson, remember? Super Bowl, uh, one yard oh, short. Oh, that's right. Receiver. Yeah, 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 nice yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, so speaking of wide receivers, because this is a fantasy show, we've got to talk a little bit of fantasy football. And, All right. Uh, your teammate, Calvin Johnson, I mean, an absolute beast, a guy that a lot of people were worried about in the first half of the year because the numbers weren't there. Right. What changed? I mean, he went from being really inconsistent to just exploding.
6: I think it was more of an adjustment that he had to make and the office coordinator, Lenny, had to make last year, 2011, We saw a little bit more honest coverages, so he was able to exploit that um, at a very high level. Early on, he was getting double, triple-teen. He got viced a couple times in the slot. In the red zone, he doesn't stand a chance. They're sending two, three guys over his way. Uh, But then once we got into the season and we got the groove of things, we started to figure out how teams are actually playing us. and. That's when he started to relax and just play ball. But he's he's fantasy gold, man. That guy right there is, is an absolute monster. You know I, the Madden cover. Everybody didn't I know. weren't I know. sure about it. We all but, had fun with it. You know, I I I told him uh, I said, man, if anybody can do it, Calvin can.
5: All right, I put you on the spot here. You were teammates at Randy Moss in Ooh, Minnesota, man, and now with Calvin. Who's the better wide receiver?
6: Oh man, that is a tough question. You know, I I go back and forth in my head with this. Last year. We were flying back from a game, and Calvin just absolutely exploded. We were on the plane just having a good time. We won, and uh, we were just talking football. And I leaned into him. I said, look, man, I've been trying to stay political about this as much as I can, but if longevity is on your side, I think you have a chance to be the best receiver ever. And I honestly believe that. You know, just the measurables – alone kind of sets him apart from every other receiver, including Randy. And then you throw in the fact that he blocks downfield, that on his highlight tape you'll probably see more broken tackles for big runs or even touchdowns. Uh, you know, he's he's just very impressive. So I think for that reason. Now, longevity needs to be on the side because he plays hard. You know, he's like Dwayne Wade. He's always hitting the ground. But he is, uh, he's definitely one of the best I've ever played with. So, you know, I, I can answer that question. A little bit better 10 years from now. But right now, if he does have time on his side, he will go down as one of the best ever played a position.
3: Let me show you something. You're you're actually making news already. I know you you, you went to – you did NFL AM. Then you went back to your hotel and went to sleep, right? Yeah. Is
6: it it good news or bad news? Oh, no, it's good news. Right here. Front page
3: of NFL.com. Here it is. Burleson dating Kate Upton. No, sorry. Oh, (laughs) Burleson Megatron should be an MVP talk. You already get. That's what I'm talking about. NFL.com right now. That's what I'm talking about. So MVP like should he be the MVP? Should he be in consideration? How high up should he be? I
6: just think you know he should be in consideration. I I get it. MVP talk usually is attached to teams with winning records, and that's understandable, rightfully so. But if we were in the playoffs, I think that a lot of people would be talking about Calvin a little bit more. And to be honest, you know maybe the four and twelve record. isn't ideal but you know his season has kind of been brushed under the rug you know there's a lot of great things happening you know Peyton Manning coming back playing unbelievable Adrian Peterson doing what nobody expected him to do but Calvin Johnson for a guy who everybody knows is going to get the ball just about every single play every coordinator defensive coordinator nightmare so they have to to plan for this guy so they know he's going to get the ball our second third and fourth wide receiver options go down with injuries and he still is as productive as he is and on top of that aside from two games we were in every game either leading late in the game or trying to win late in the game so these aren't garbage yards these are yards trying to help us win so i just believe that he should be in the talk you know he I mean, he carried the load just like Adrian i mean we just different records but he, he shouldered the load of, of this uh, of this team and done it in a very humble way. Don't you think that uh Tony Scheffler is going to steal some of those MVP votes? Yeah, he, he probably will. <laughs> Chef Chef likes that, man. Chef is that's my guy right there by the way. One of the best celebrators in the game. You know, he kind of Don't be
5: afraid to take a swipe at Harrison when he gets to be smart-alecky. <laughs> no, that's alright
6: I'm I'm used to it. Well, By the way, I like the chest hair popping out. I'm digging it. I'm hey, digging hey, it.
5: every week I got to deal with the hamburger. I'm digging it, man. And then I'm Smith just... makes fun of me because I always mention it. And yeah. There's...
4: I'm
6: digging it, man. I, I mean, I'm, I'm bird chested with no hair, so I'm kind of jealous a little bit. <laughs> That's all right, man. Like, what's in the diet? I need to, what, are you, what are you eating to get that? I need to know, acai man. Acai berries.
4: Okay. Acai, acai, acai berries. berries. Now, be careful. They get in your teeth, and it's not cool when you go out in public and you forget that you went
6: to Robex or John. But for the chest hair, I will risk that. Yeah. I will. And no gluten, right? And no, no gluten. And no, no gluten. gluten. No oh, gluten. you on a strict diet over there? You see, I like that, man. I like. I that. I take
4: care of myself, but I, I have a. You've been playing football for how long? You're 31 ten, years old. Ten
6: years in the NFL, playing okay. football since yeah. I was nine.
4: Since you were nine, so yeah. you've been playing football for 22 years. Yeah. Good and have. you and you're you're talking about Calvin Johnson potentially being the greatest wide receiver possibly. Yeah. But part of that, to me are the rule changes without being a wet blanket. And I want to ask you, as a wide receiver, mm-hmm. when you're sitting at home, especially when you're hurt and you're watching games, yeah. do you ever see some of these hits where you know the safety, there's no way he could have controlled his body, yeah. and they get this defenseless receiver call? Do you ever, like, <laughs> shake your head and go, man, I get what they're trying to do, but this is getting a little ridiculous?
6: Listen, I'll, I'll answer that question, honestly. I came in in 0-3. The rules have changed a little bit, you know, since i've came in and they've changed a lot since 1993 and 83 so i know the old school football my dad played football so and he was a safety and he was coming with the forearm clothesline. line he's taking cats out when they're not looking uh, so i'm okay with that hard-nosed football that's the era i grew up watching so when i do watch plays like that i'm sitting back and i'm the first one to say like that's not a flag that was a clean hit. You know, f- for a lot of it, and I think I get it, I get a, a lot of flack for it from, you know, my coaches and my parents, I don't go down. So, you know, that's probably why I'm so banged up. When I catch the ball, I'm trying to inflict pain. I want to be on the other end of the highlight. I want to run over a guy and put him on my highlight tape. Sure. So when you got a chance to hit me, I'm okay with it. I'm good with it. I'll dap a guy up and say, that was a good one. Let's see if you could do it again. Now, I-, I feel what you're saying about Calvin Johnson and the rule change. But just look at the way that he gets hit, though. He he doesn't get hit gingerly. He He's not in the slot, you know, manipulating coverages. You know, Wes Welkert is a guy that kind of – he'll ball, go he over can, the middle. Yeah, he'll go over the middle. He'll run over guys. And people that hit Calvin, they don't hit him high. They hit him low. So, you know, he he takes his fair share of shots. And the reason I know is because I, I can see him strapping up his legs and taped up and ice baths and all kind of being gay. So I see, you know, the type of – Type of damage is being gay good for chest hair. Go ahead, Jason. Is it okay, good? Oh, yeah.
3: I want you know Nate needs to know. Yeah, he does.
6: <laughs> yeah, I got it. I got it.
3: Eighty-eight XM Fantasy. Eighty-eight XM Fantasy. Jason Smith, Michael Fabiano, Elliot Harrison, joined by Nate Burleson. Going to stick around with us for a few more minutes. Talk some more football and got to get you to weigh in and RG three and what's been going on with him. You okay Man, with that? Man, I'm all right with that. All right, that's coming up next here on Series Two Hundred and Ten XM Eighty <laughs> Seven. Stafford takes.
2: Looks, drifts, throws, Angel wants Nate Burleson, got him, touchdown Detroit Lions! Nate was backpedaling and hauled it in, got both feet down.
5: We have Nate Burleson coming in here, and I hope he kicks Bain
2: square in the pills. Oh, he gets I'll tell in you here. what, Mr. Fabiano, I blew up an entire football field except for
3: Hines Ward. I think I can take Nate Burleson. Ha <laughs> Nate, what do you got to say with that, man? <laughs> man, you know, we'll right, something Nate, with Bane
6: coming at me like that, Bane man. Bane from
3: Dark Knight is here. He wants to talk to you. Man, he, I'm, will you talk I'm, to I'm scared Not of him.
6: Bane, man.
3: Yeah, said you should be. Heinz Ward. I didn't think he could run a kickoff back for a touchdown. He's a 75 year old man, Mister Wayne. Well, I
6: want no parts of you, Bane. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> Get Bane out of here. I'm freaking out in here, man.
3: <laughs> Bane would probably be a linebacker, right? Outside linebacker?
6: Yeah, he pro- or he'll be JJ Watt, basically. Oh,
3: yeah. JJ Watt, yeah. yeah. He wouldn't need a helmet. Are you a superhero fan? Yeah. You like I'm all a that stuff? Yeah,
6: we fan. all are, too. Come Best fan. one. Who's your favorite? Oh, man. There's, you better say Bane,
3: Mr. Burleson. There's, there's so
6: many, man. I, I don't want to go with the popular picks. But Aquaman. <laughs> 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 I don't know. I'm real excited about the new Superman, though. It I was disappointed good, in the, right? last no, I'm the last excited one. About sucked, the last one sucked, but yeah. this one looks good. Yeah, it does.
3: Yeah, they'll keep, they'll keep remaking those movies until they find out. Well, at some point they, like. they have to do a Justice
5: League, because if Avengers to. went off like it did, Justice League, yeah, yeah. come on,
3: yeah, Aven- I mean Avengers, but they got to was... come
6: with it though, man. They got to come with the script. Oh, know. no, I know. You know, I just felt like they let us down at last Superman. It, it wouldn't make you want to see a Justice League if they were the same writers. That's why
3: I
5: think they're redoing it, because you've already got Batman out there. They're going to do Superman. I would think they're going to have to do, like, Wonder Woman and Aquaman. You have to do all, all right, okay, that. okay. Before we get Are they going to do
6: Apache Chief, too? Since we're on the subject, <laughs> before we get into football again, since we're talking about Avengers, tell me your favorite character. In Avengers, in the past movie, how the script was made and how they portrayed him and, you know, the damage Man, they did. Not oh, just, I don't dude, want to say damage. That's easy. But.
3: That's easy. Iron Man.
6: Iron Man. Okay. I mean,
3: you watch Robert Downey Jr. act and it's like everybody else is just watching him like, Wow. He's yeah. great. I mean, he, he's, he's, he was he's, he's the truth. That first scene of Iron Man when he's in the back of the uh, the tank with the soldiers and he's yeah. just talking with them. They're taking pictures of him. He was so good in that scene. Like, all, all of a sudden, he was so charismatic. And then the yeah. rest of the movie just took off. He's he's incredible. Yeah. See, yeah. I uh, I kind of like
5: Scarlett Johansson's character.
3: What a it's surprise. It's not because of a super The hot girl.
5: Yeah. Because she's gorgeous. No, I, I like Captain America. I really like that character. The only thing that I don't like about Captain America is that he's also the Human Torch from Fantastic Four. Yeah, that was tough. You can't have the same actor play two big-time superheroes. He should have just been Captain America. Let somebody else play the Human Torch. I like,
4: I like CGI, because none of these movies would be possible <laughs> without it. I, speaking of Superman, I have a question to ask you. Last year, you guys went into uh, Cowboys Stadium. You played the Cowboys. It was a wild game. Don't
5: bring this up. Harrison and I are Cowboys fans, and we I remember that was a painful game for us. Big game. Good he good came, back in the,
4: came back in the second half. But what I wanted to ask you about is, at that time, Des Bryant was considered a knucklehead who had a lot of potential, but hadn't done anything. This year, he blew mm. up. The back half yeah. of the season... Apologies to Calvin Johnson, but the most productive receiver in football might have been Des Bryant. For sure.
6: What do you think of a guy like that and what his upside is? It's it's tremendous. You know, just like you said, the second half of the season, he got in a rhythm where you could just tell by the way he carried himself, by the way he played, that he had a sense of invincibility, that he was unstoppable. And I, I like seeing guys whether your defensive back your defensive lineman and you're getting a ton of sacks whether you're a quarterback in the rhythm but for me i like to see receivers because that's my position but you can just tell there's there's a look in the guy's eyes that you can see from game to game there's a bounce that he has there's a swagger he walks on the field with and you can just see it this guy unless he gets injured he's going to put in work today and that's what it was like watching des bryant i knew every game he was going to make a big play and then also put up yards and that's that's a weird combination. Usually it's one or the other. You know, mm-hmm. you got a guy who makes a ton of big plays, but he's not as productive. This second half of this past season, he was making a highlight catch that was going to be on your top ten, and then he was also putting up 100-something yards. A couple of touchdowns. Like, who does that? You know what I mean? Second-year player. Is some
4: of that the game just slowing down for a third-year player?
6: Yeah. Yeah, just just, just relaxing. Just I, I think, you know, he finally found a rhythm and started to understand that this is just like college. You know, you It comes a point in every NFL player's career where he understands, like, these are the same individuals that I played against last year in college or four years ago in college. It just happens sooner for some people. Some people come in as rookies and they got it. Some people will take five years. Mm -hmm. But for him, he figured it out. He's like, oh, these are the same dudes I was beating. They just make a lot more money now. But they're still the same cornerbacks. <laughs> yeah. So he, he was putting in work, man. He, he's, a, he's a good young guy. He's going to be good for a long time. What
5: about your quarterback, Matthew Stafford? Now, this guy came into the the 2012 season coming off of 5,000 yards, 41 touchdowns. He was a first-round pick in a lot of fantasy drafts. Mm-hmm. He had a lot of yards again this past season, right. but the touchdowns drastically decreased. Yeah. What was the reason for that? I, I know Calvin Johnson, he didn't hook up a lot for touchdowns, yeah. and that hurt. But what what was the what was the issue with Stafford? More interceptions, fewer touchdowns this season. Fewer
6: touchdowns, you know. I got hurt early in the season, so I well, have, obviously, nah, I'm, I'm joking. But no, seriously, I I just well, no, think that, that that hurts though. Yeah, a little bit. But I was more joking than anything. But I just I think that because of the way defenses changed, the way they played us, uh, it was it was difficult for us to score as often as we did. Uh, we would watch film, and we would watch film in a sense, knowing that we're not going to get this team. And it was it was a, it was an awkward feeling because you would see these guys and how they played everybody else. Then on game day, they play us completely different. So that took a little bit of an adjustment. And uh, and that that's going to have a dramatic change on his uh, output as far as touchdowns, and that was one of the main reasons.
3: Okay, I'll right, another quarterback on here real quick. We talked about this a few seconds ago. Jason Smith, Michael Fabiano, Elliot Harrison, Nate Burleson joining us in studio here. We saw what's going on with RG three. You know, played Sunday against the Seattle Seahawks. Now two partial tears, at least partial tears of his knee. Mm. Seeing how he was playing, mm. should he have been out there?
6: <sighs> Man, you know, everybody could play Monday morning quarterback and say, no, he shouldn't have been out there. But if they would have won. He would have been a hero, tough as nails. They would pat him on the back, and he would have been lifted even higher in the glory than he already is in Washington. But as a guy who tore his ACL in 2008, I know that feeling. I remember first quarter tweaking my knee, third quarter running around all by myself, and my knee just going. And I knew I shouldn't have been out there at that point. But the competitive nature in me. Knowing that I could fight through anything, adrenaline. I just I went out there and played anyway. And I think that's what he did. I saw him go to the sideline while watching the game. But shouldn't the coach? is that where the kind of nodded? He was like, "I'm good. I'm good." So how much can the coaches and trainers do when a guy says, "Don't touch me. I'm all right. Back up. I got this." You know what I mean? So you can say he shouldn't have been playing, but I think ultimately it falls on his shoulders. And I like the way he handled it. He said, "You know, I, I I was able to go out there and I did, and he, and it just so happened he got injured. But he'll bounce back. He's young." He's going to be okay. Nate,
3: thanks a bunch for stopping about Enjoy the rest of your day at the Car Wash here at NFL Network.
6: I appreciate it, man. Thank you. We'll thanks, come back Nate. and talk comics, too, next next time Let's on Monday. Let's do it. Yeah, no doubt. Absolutely, right. comics. Yeah, thanks Absolutely for bro. bringing up my Tom Selleck yes. chest hair. I love it, dude. Jerk. I can't get enough of that.
3: <laughs> no better segue. The Fantasy Canteen is next. <laughs> Series 210. Life yes. It's on.
2: This is NFL Fantasy Live on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio.
0: You go into your shower feeling tired.